This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakoven. I love Billy. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. It is a rainy day outside, so it's time to get cozy, maybe sit next to the, the fireplace and listen to On the Block here on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm Jake Bachman. He is the Oscar Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet, Eric Strickland. And uh, we're back on a Tuesday uh, to uh, to bring you the latest in uh, the sports news. And last time that my, myself and Strick were talking to each other, we, I mean, the, the Nebraska program was completely different. The balloons... We're being set to be released. Uh, Marcus Washington wasn't yet on the Husker football team, so uh, plenty to talk about today. Lat Mayen was maybe still on the Husker basketball team, so a lot of different changes going on throughout the day, um, and uh, so we'll 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 dive into a lot of that stuff. We also have Sean Callahan, a Husker online, set to join us at 5:25. So we'll have uh, hitting the hardwood at 4:25, where we'll talk about the Celtics blowing out um, the Heat last night. That series has been nothing but blowouts. Uh, Juwan Howard turns down the Lakers, so that'll be kind of something. Something interesting to dive into as well. Strick, I want to start with balloons, though. I don't know. Uh, when you were on campus uh, going as a student at Nebraska, uh, obviously you've been to the football games. Did you ever, um, was the balloon release ever something that you held near and dear to your heart, or was it kind of something that you just kind of was there? I mean, it was it was part of the tradition, and um, it, it was something that you – you would look forward to, you could see the angst on some of the uh, fans if the touchdowns didn't happen earlier and, you know, they were oh, just yeah. ready, ready and rearing to, to uh, unload the balloons. But yeah, so I, I think you saw it from that standpoint, but, but uh, speaking honestly, um, I kind of figured that there would probably come a time when this probably would end. Um, I know, especially now with, you know, so much, uh, activism and social justice and warriors and PETA and, you know, just all these different areas. And listen, I'm not knocking uh, the those that have those passions in those specific areas. And it's, some of it is understandable. Uh, at the same time, I, I just kind of figured it would be a time when that would happen. I mean, there's a lot of balloons going in the air. You have planes. Um, and and the, this is just me thinking, just as a thinker, just a person that just is thinking outside of the box of things. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, good. it's a good matter of time. Yeah. Um, then you talk about where do they land? Where do, where do they where do they land when they're when they're all finished flying? You know what I mean? And so I figured that that would be a time that that would happen. Some of them even come in the studio here, so we have uh, we got some red balloons floating by here. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we've got a lot of ticket uh, red balloons that are in the closet that maybe we can uh, uh, pass out uh, before the before the game. Hey, season. reminisce, reminisce. Yeah, baby. that's right. Reminisce. <laughs> it can. I mean, and, and maybe in that way, it can still be, uh, you know, for nostalgic purposes, the red balloons before game days or something like that. You know, uh, make something out of it. And I'm interested to see. I know the the uh, you know the athletic department 
department is kind of looking into what they should do to kind of replace that because it is cool. And, and I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I think that, um, it, it, you know, it's days were numbered. It, it's still kind of odd to an outsider if they come yeah. in to be like, yeah, when our team scores, we litter. And, we you know, that's how we celebrate. It's like, well, that's kind of weird. Uh, but, you know, for modern day, that, that's basically breaking it down. But it was very cool, especially, you know, as a kid. I think it's definitely done more for the kids, and it's kind of exciting, cool to see yeah. a bunch and of And it looks films. sweet. Yeah, it I mean, looks it cool. Looks, it looks awesome. I mean, yeah. especially when they show the, the camera views, the wide-angle camera views, the high-angle camera views. Uh, now they're, I love that they use the um, um, the little flying crafts now. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are they? Yeah, I mean, they do all of these wonderful things now with with the the technology. You get those those sweet views, and it's 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 a nice thing. I mean, because Colorado has the the buff. Um, people shoot cannons. Yeah. Uh, some people do push ups. Push ups, yeah. So a lot of people have traditions, and that just happened to be ours. And it, it's it's just one of those unfortunate things. I mean, I. I commend them for saying, you know, it is part of the war situation. <laughs> I mean, well, it's helium. Yeah, you know, helium. Helium, helium is, 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 is low out there right yeah. now. And so, um, so basically, let's be honest about that part. That's a, that's a financial thing. And when, because it's, it's supply and demand. It doesn't matter right. whether it be in the housing market, whether it be in the car market, whether it be computer chips, whenever the supply and demand is, is low, the price goes up. And so you got to think as an athletic director or as somebody that's working in those uh, financial uh, services uh, areas in the university, that type of cost continuously for, you know, what, however many games they play at home. Right. Um, do you, is that a cost that you're willing to take for the tradition? It's something to think about. Strick, would you be willing? There's a kind of a debate going on earlier today. Would you be willing to, uh, even if, it, if it's it's just for the one final time, is is uh, filling Lil Red up with with healing him and letting him go, and then never seeing Lil Red again? <laughs> Some people want to sacrifice Lil Red because they they scare Sac- him. <laughs> sacrifice Lil Red. I actually like Lil Red. Oh, okay. I like Lil Red. I want him around for a little while. I used to thought it was the most funny things to watch him run around in the basketball gym. Oh yeah. And just do his do his little flex moves. <laughs> That he used to do yeah. and go up to people, walk by people like he was just walking and then stop and turn and face them real quick. Oh, yeah. He's I used to love that, man. I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> so I, no, don't sacrifice Little Red. All right, we'll put you on the side of not sacrificing Little Red. There seems to be a growing contingent, maybe it's a small vocal fan base, but um, that's starting to turn on Little Red because of the uh, the lack of success. They think it might have to do something with Little Red, and if you sacrifice him, uh, maybe that will <laughs> make things better. I don't think that's how it works, but uh, at least some people are going kind of onto it that way oh that's hilarious <laughs> but i think it is too it is interesting what the the, the athletic department is going to do i mean we've seen the light show um fireworks obviously are, are kind of a big thing there but what was, what was special about the balloon release is that you were part of it as a fan like it was you know something you could be active in uh in celebrating and so i just don't i don't know what they can necessarily turn to and there's you know, again been all sorts of ideas um and and you know i i, I as far as easily um cheap you know something you can kind kind of hand out as the university. I don't know if they're yeah. they're going to be able to kind of do something like that. I think for for a lot of people, you know, it's kind of the terrible towels that you see in Pittsburgh or, you know, just all across the nation. Um that could could be the the next thing because I mean it's cheap, easy, um but it's I think uh, you find a song, right? Bob? Yeah, you could do that. You know, find a song and just get into a rowdy mini sectional mosh pit 
Oh, but then that's lawsuits. Oh, shoot, that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that would be crazy. Somebody's doing a mosh pit, and they're, oh, yeah. they're jumping the around. The student section, mosh Jump pit. Around. Yeah, of course. And then everybody's going nuts, and then somebody <laughs> slips and falls, and then all of a sudden, oh, shoot. Yeah. There we go. So that's what I'm thinking about. Like, Bipolar kind of threw out there on the on the uh, Sardar Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. You guys are welcome to chime in at any time. Bipolar says, you know, how during basketball games, the student section throws confetti after the first bucket. Do that, but the whole football stadium. I mean, something like that. I mean, that's a lot of cleanup, but, you yeah. know, that's what I'm kind of thinking, too, with the, the students is maybe, you know, like red smoke or, you know, kind of it just disintegrates into the air. Um, you know, maybe something like that could, could well, be you, something. You could of. hand out those, like you're saying, what are those little things, those little poppers? Yeah. And then everybody, everybody kind of gets a little mini popper and yeah, and then it just, <laughs> the, the red confetti with all types of stuff and it just goes everywhere. I mean, maybe you could do something like that. Yeah. And maybe it's not as, as costly, but it's going to be costly in that cleanup, like you said. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the janitors are not going to be happy. They're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to like you. No. <laughs> the cleanup crew is going to be like this. This is extra four hours <laughs> that I just could have just cleaned up some hot dogs and some cups. And now I got to clean up this confetti. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sacrifices have to be made. Somebody has to get some extra hours. Look at as a, you know, extra, extra hours on your paycheck. You know, that, that'll be good there. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Jory says, I think a bunch of cannons <laughs> followed by the purge siren. Uh, that'd be kind of oh, cool. God. I don't mind that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of like that. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, horror movies. So uh, something like that would be kind of cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll, obviously kind of transitioning to what it's going to be is, is pretty interesting. Bubba says, I used to think yeah. Strickland was a pretty cool guy. Then I found out he likes Little Red, and that kind of ruined it for me. So I guess you lost a fan there because uh, there are people just against Little Red. <laughs> Everybody hates Little Red. That's yeah. freaking crazy. Uh, uh, look, I had great yeah. experience with Little Red. Little Red was, you know, like, look, look I'm going to be real. So there was a song out, right? by Prince called Little Red Corvette. Oh, yeah. So whenever I think about Little Red, I just <laughs> that song would kind of pop into my head, and I like that Prince song, so I like Little Red. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, he's again, it's uh, he's good for the kids. Uh, and the, the adults necessarily don't like the balloon guy, but uh, that's and, fine. And, 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 and don't don't get it twisted. Don't think Prince was talking about a Corvette either. No? Let's, let's, fans out there, no, sir. He was talking about a woman. Oh, see, see, I, you got to listen. See, like when you get older, Boxster, when you get older and, you know, there's songs you used to listen to. Right. That, you know, like, for example, um, Rick James had a sweet song called Mary Jane. Yeah. And I love that Mary Jane. That's about a girl, right? Forever, <laughs> ever, forever. You thought it was about a girl. Yeah. No, it was about it was about Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of songs out there that I used to listen to then, you know, because you reminisce. I mean, I love ni- I love 80s. I love 90s. Like I love like Toto. I love like uh, the Eagles. I love like um, shoot like Nirvana. I love like all hip hop in the 90s. I love all R&B of the 80s and 90s. Listen. So when you go back and have those reminiscent days, because, you know, Sirius XM, you know, radio now, you can just kind of plug into a station and, and just really tap in on and reminisce. Yeah. And I started listening to some of the lyrics. I was like, ooh. <laughs> hmm. 
Did you ever get okay? Okay. <laughs> Do you ever get some of the lyrics wrong, and then like just for like ten years, that's oh. how you sing along with it, and then you find out you're that it's something it different. Yeah, that kind of ruins right. it for you a little bit. It ruins it. You're yeah. like so singing the wrong song forever. <laughs> I used to correct my I used to correct my mom and, and ex wife and and stuff all the yeah. time. Like that's not what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's even that song I made a couple of years ago now about uh, somebody singing the song wrong. So I mean, that's part of that's part of everybody's experience, I suppose. Crowbait uh, chimes in and says he loves Little Red. So not everybody is ready to sacrifice Little Red, um, but uh, some people have turned on him uh, in hopes for more wins, I suppose. Uh, of course, the other team Little Red. We should put that on the on the website or something. Where oh, we yeah. have uh, a Little Red vote, you know, and and get Little Red support. We should probably have dual dual T-shirts, you know, for those that oppose Lil Red and those that support him. Um, <laughs> I think that could be something that we could. I feel bad around. for Little Red. Poor Little Red. He's gonna be walking around now. He's not gonna know who's gonna try to deflate him, <laughs> or you know, especially now you've got all these things out there, you know, defunding and deflating and all these different types of things that's going on out there in the world. And now Little Red's got to worry about being deflated. Like, somebody's going to deflate it. That's crazy. Well, it's kind of funny, too, because even the people that oppose the, you know, Little Red at this point, if an opponent, de- you know, deflated him, then they'd be uh, furious. It's like, you know, I-, I can punch my brother, but don't punch my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's just the, the um, that's just the given that always has to be the case. Like I can tease my mom, but you can't talk about my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't do mother jokes against my mom. I can. You can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta be Stuff protected. Like yeah. Uh also again, the other big news from the, the other day. I, I suppose we'll run through the, the, the ones real quick. As uh, Nebraska added uh, Marcus Washington from the portal. Um uh, seems to be, you know, he's got chemistry with Casey Thompson and it's not necessarily so a my update. You heard it on the block. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I didn't need to let yesterday. you know that. Eastrick was on top of it in Boxster. You heard it on the block right here. We told you yesterday at six yeah. o'clock that it was going down. There were a lot of rumors uh, going around, different, 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 uh, like Twitter handles with 324 followers saying that it was happening. So it was really hard to be like, you know, there's enough smoke there. It seemed like there was a fire, but um, you know, it was it wasn't anybody. You know, you wait for himself to do it. So I guess he told a few people, and they told a few people, and it got but, out. But, but but see, the the difference about on the block and any place else to include your ESPNs and all that stuff across the country. Let me tell you what's different about the block. We have the Minority Report. If you've seen the movie Minority Report, you would understand what we're saying. We get the information before the information happens. On the block. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what did happen in that movie? And then he has to like go back and because there's a there's like a. Well, he ended- up like being oh yeah they like, knew that he was gonna murder killer. somebody yeah yeah like and then so he had to kind of change and mess up the minority report so he ends up finding one of the cogs and you know it kind of helped him to make it through because otherwise he wouldn't have made it. he would have been caught back in the penitentiary yeah that was that's a cool movie you should go watch it if you haven't i thought it was that. pretty cool you should it's actually yeah. a pretty dope movie uh, and as far as Husker basketball goes, too, uh, it's it's now official. Let me in has uh, played some pro ball in Australia. The expectation, uh, as we've been talking about for months here, is that Let Man was going to go. He's got a Nebraska basketball T-shirt on there. Uh, we knew Let Man was yeah. ghost. Yeah, great place for him to go. Australian basketball leagues are pretty solid. A lot of uh, a lot of college players, you know, would go over there 
prior, you know, prior to the G League and the Ignite and all the stuff that they now have there that allows the younger players. And the and the and, and the NBA had to do that. Kudos to uh Rod Strickland, who who was, you know, I used to talk to him in the summer at the summer league and and regularly, and he was he was letting me know in on the scoop that they're they were looking to kind of uh, pay some of the players to give them enough money to fight that, you know, European and international high, you know, breaking away that they were getting. And so kudos to him for putting that together. It seems to be working. Uh, it seems some of the stuff that I'm hearing coming out of the combine that there's a few Ignite players that are really raising their stock. That's the danger about just really just assessing. There's European players now that are coming out that are probably wasn't on the radar, you know, as much because you probably got tidbits of them, pieces of them, what they could do, got a little bit of film on there, but then they get over here and they start working against some, you know, the competition and they start showing and proving that, yo, you know, I, I can make it happen. Similar to Luka Doncic, you know, you know, a lot of people thought well of him. They thought he was too young, but at the end of the day, you can understand some of those translations. If you can see some of the, the qualities of their game, that allows them to be able to translate from, you know, those systems to another. One of the other things about that translation that's probably going to change a little bit now is that they play a lot more physical over there than, than what you hmm. think. They they allow a lot more chucking, a lot more bodies, a lot. So so even though they're young, they start some of those professionals at 15, 16 years old. They're, oh, they're yeah. playing professional. They're playing against men. And that's the one thing I think, Bach, that I had an advantage in um, that a lot of people may not know about is my dad, and, and I shout out to Matthew Strickland, um, my dad was, he was just a, a forward thinker. You know, he, he thought he could have he been trans, transferred out. He was thinking about, you know, the next level, the next step. I probably wouldn't even been in Nebraska. Um, being that I'm, fr- I'm from Auburn area, mm-hmm. you know, I'm literally right from Opelika, like Auburn. I used to watch Bo Jackson. I used to watch uh, Barkley, all them guys when oh, I was nice. a young kid. But my dad used to take me to the base gym. And, I mean, I'm, I'm 11, 12 years old. But remember, I'm a big kid. I mean, ninth grade, I was, I was 6'2", 180, 185. Yeah. So I was always a big kid. But he would take me in there, and he would let them grown men beat on me and be physical, and I'd have to take it, and I'd have to give it. And that's what made me the kind of the player that I was as far as basketball is concerned. My dad thought that way. And that's what they're getting in the European game is there. A lot of those young men are getting a chance not play AAU. They're 16, 17 playing AAU touch fouls real easy, you know, just open flow. Those kids are learning skill sets at those ages over there overseas. That's interesting because, you know, and then it has that kind of. Um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like the running backs, I guess, going off to the NFL is that, you know, they're, they're a little bit more worn for their age <laughs> than what you would think they would be. But at the mm-hmm. same time, they can translate a lot quicker. So um, I'm, I'm interested to see if that kind of mm-hmm. has that effect over the years. Um, and I'll, I'll be looking forward to that. So that's uh, interesting. We'll take a quick break here as we have to do uh, to get our commercials in. But when we come back, uh, we'll be joined. Actually, we're going to go to uh, hitting the hardwood. Uh, talk about the Celtics blow out the heat last night. That series has been nothing but blowouts and injuries. So we'll talk about that. Uh, also, Juwan Howard has turned down the Lakers' even interest. Would in, who, who should be interested in that Lakers job? Would there be anybody? We'll talk about that sort of stuff coming up next on Hitting the Hardwood here on the block at 93.7 The Ticket.